was born in Nepal, eastern part of Nepal, and I was really grew in the remote area, is countryside, where my father, parents were the farmer, farming, doing the farming work, and we are very nominal, uh, poor family. I grew up, and my life was that, and I was uh, born and brought up in a Hindu family. That I had to go for the temple to perform the all the uh, you know the Hindu ritual things to the idols and to the temple yeah that's how i was just uh, i was grown up nepal a country of asia lying along the southern slopes of the himalayan mountain ranges it's a landlocked country located between india to the east southwest and the tibet autonomous region of china to the north its territory extends roughly 500 miles from east to west and 90 to 150 miles from north to south. The capital is Kathmandu. Hi and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. Today we're going to take you to Nepal through the eyes and ministry of Samuel Kahati, founder and president of Nepal Pastors Council that oversees some 200 churches. Pastor Samuel, welcome to America. Welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. Thank you, thank you. We just met moments yes. ago. Yes. Within 10 minutes, mm-hmm, yeah. I received a call from our mutual friend, yes. David Sitton, and he said, I'm bringing Pastor Samuel mm-hmm. to you. Yes. I said, let's do this. Yes. So when did you arrive in America? I arrived is a three uh, week ago. So the jet lag, is it still there? Uh, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> no jet lag. No jet lag. It's gone. So what was your purpose to travel to the U.S.? The purpose of traveling U.S. to just have a connection with the people and uh, sharing the ministry back there in Nepal, what we've been doing and what God has been doing. And we want to just share this ministry around the world that people can pray for us. People can really think for Nepal. Well, mm-hmm. I've actually had guests on from Nepal oh, here wow. before mm-hmm. and have shared their story. Yes. And so you're my second yes. Nepalese yes. <laughs> guest uh, to be on the show. So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to discovering more, and specifically about the Nepal Pastors Council. Yes. But first, Samuel, where exactly were you born in Nepal, and what was family life like for you growing up? I was born in Nepal, eastern part of Nepal, and I was really grew in the remote area, is countryside, where my father, parents were the farmer, farming, doing the farming work, and we are very nominal, uh, poor family. I grew up, and my life was that, and I was uh, born and brought up in a Hindu family. That I had to uh, go for the temple to perform the all the uh, you know the Hindu ritual things to the idols and to the temple. Yeah, that's how I was just uh, I was grown up. Could you give us a little insight into the practice of Hinduism? Because for the yeah. most part, our American mindset is mm-hmm. not familiar too yes. much. Could you share a little yes. bit? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hindu means it's we have a, we have a, like a. 30 millions uh, God and the goddess, God and goddess, and we have a uh, different names, and uh, such as like we call the Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesur. You know, these are the three God, which are the very biggest God, and they say so. And there are so many other God like Hanumana, and we have a uh, Sivaji, and we have other uh, many others God. Yeah. So this is what we've been worshiping, and we have been uh, worship this uh, kind of God, and uh, it's kind of you know it's a, it's it's a multi God, you know, multi God, and multi culture, multi God. We say, and so this is how we just uh, uh, worship. How many generations of Hindu belief was your family from? Yeah, my family is like a, I'm the first generation to become a Christ. Yeah, I'm first generation from my family. 
paint a picture, if you would, Samuel, of what life in Nepal is like today, something about the culture and its people. Yeah, the life of Nepal is, it's a kind of, you know, it's um, uh, like a very much, uh, people have a very poverty life, you know, and they have a, and also their life is very much attached to the worship, to the idols and other things. And life is not like a EG, it's a very top and hard life, you know. They used to live and they are living now, right now. So, and also they also they have a multi-cultures, multi-god, multi-religions and all that. They yeah. have, a, yeah, follow. Well, 86% of Nepalis yeah. are Hindus, yeah. 8% yeah. are Buddhists, yeah. 4% are Muslims, yeah. and just over 1% are yeah. Christians. Christian, yeah. How did you first hear about the gospel of Jesus Christ? Yeah, first I just you know when I was in middle school and I finished high school and I went to college, and while I was in college, then I really uh, you know hear the gospel from my friends. They have shared the gospel, and also they asked me to come to the youth camp, you know, and they asked me to join the youth camp, and then youth camp I went to the youth camp. In the last day of the youth camp, there was a preacher was preaching, and he gave the altar call. To come and to accept Christ, if he, anyone wants to accept, because he is a God of peace and he is a salvation's giver, and he will forgive your sins and all the things. Because though I was born and born in a Hindu, but I was looking for the peace. I didn't have a peace and a joy in my heart. Though I was worshiping, but I had a question into my heart that. Uh, am I doing the right thing? And it's uh, that uh, I'm uh, worshiping the idol. It's uh, giving me the you know true peace. And I, that that kind of a question I had in my heart. So that was a very um, problems, or that was a very hard time for me. Then when I went that conference or youth camp, then there I, I got all the my uh, you know questions and answers. And then I felt very peace into my heart. Then I decided to follow Jesus. That from that moment was it automatic that decision once you saw and heard. Heard the message of Christ, yes. what He did for you on the cross. Yes, did it come alive to you automatically, or were you hostile toward the message of Christianity? No, it, it is like a, it wasn't hostile, but it I I felt like a, you know well I was listening and I really even the word and word of the word the gospel was really gave me the peace. So that was a very uh, comfort me and uh, given me peace, and that's how you know uh, I it was a very good for me and it's a that's you know my heart was just open yes christianity as we mentioned is a small population of the faith in nepal mm. are christians persecuted for their belief yes yeah even like for me even like when i accept christ then after next day i was just abandoned from my family and i was uh, really uh, persecuted and i was just a kick out from home and i had to leave home i had to leave my parents even for 15 years i was abandoned from my family totally because they don't want me to be christian it is there it's still there we have very hard time even we just some people in, in the villages they kick out the people from the village and they even sometimes they kill and yeah such as we have persecution yeah samuel you knew when you made the decision yes. to follow Jesus yes. Christ, yes. that your family was yeah. going to abandon you. Mm-hmm. Can you take us yeah. to that moment when you told your father or your parents mm-hmm. that you were following Christ? What was that like? Yeah, because you have, uh, you know, changed your religions. 
and you are no longer Hindu, then you are no longer our son, or you have no right to stay, and you are not allowed to get into the house because it's unholy. Is you are defiling our religions. So this kind of uh, uh, you know uh, they have uh, behaved me. So it was very hard. Though I, you know, I knew that and they were going to say, but still then I had a peace in Jesus. I had a joy in Jesus. So I didn't give up. You know, I just followed Christ. Where did you go at that point? Did you have friends you could go stay with? Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, and after that, I just went to the, my church, back to the church and where I had accepted Christ. Then I just, uh, you know, um, uh, stayed in the church and uh, I was, uh, I went for the training, you know, and to just uh, to do some kind of a Bible camp. I went for Bible camp, you know, for a like uh, one month, and then uh, I learned more about uh, God, and it uh, really encouraged me. Then, then I look for, uh, you know, just helping the church and going for preaching gospel, teaching the kids, and all. And I enjoyed, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful, Samuel. Okay, as I mentioned, you are the founder and president of yes. Nepal Pastors Council. Some two hundred churches yes. under your leadership. What's the mission of the Nepal Pastors Council? Yeah, Pastors Council mission is to unite all the pastors of Nepal, and it's like they are now 200 plus, and my prayer is we'll have more and more, because, you know, to bring the unity among the pastors, we know. As we serve same God, but we are very much, uh, you know, diverted, and we are unity in diversity. We call it okay, but we don't have. But we want to have a united uh, unity. So that's uh, my main mission: to come together and to extend the kingdom of God and build the kingdom of God there in Nepal. And that's the main missions of the National Pastor Council Nepal. Is the council in one agreement? I mean, you have a responsibility. Yeah, yeah. With 200, that's a lot yeah. of churches. Yes. Are you seeing growth or a decline among the church that function under the council's leadership? Yeah, it, it's growing. You know, now, it's a, by the time we have a more, two, uh, it's a plus 200, it's going to be more and more and more. We have uh, every new, uh, you know, the applications of the new pastors just are uh, joining us. Even they have, we have application more than thousands. They, they want to join, you know, and the uh, National Pastor Council has the missions and the purpose and uh, our vision. Because they know that and they like it. So that's what we are really people are just uh, coming uh, along with us. Are the 200 churches kind of concentrated in one specific area of Nepal or is it no, spread out? No, it's out? entirely. It's, it's from west to, uh, you know, west to east and south to north to south. So you're all, all over the Nepal from we have. Samuel, what is the biggest challenge to the work of the gospel in Nepal? Yeah, biggest challenge, uh, there are several things. Uh, first of all, uh, challenge is to really to educate the pastors or the, to teach the believers and to discipleship. And it is a, one of the things we want to, you know, that a challenge we have taken. And the other thing is a challenge to have a, a you know, a worship place or to, to have a church, you know, and that's uh, we have to have on our building, then, uh, you know, people can come. That's an, and the third challenge is, uh, uh, you know, the, for finance to just support the ministry, you know. There are several uh, things, yeah, challenges. What excites you most, Samuel, about the gospel of Jesus Christ? It excites me too because uh, you know it has a gospel of Jesus has a eternal life and peace and joy, and more more than that, uh, it's a, a salvation, and uh, you have a freedom from your sins, and you are given the right to become the child of God, and that is that's uh, things excites <laughs> me. You know, that's a great, that's a treasure that we got uh, from Jesus.
the gospel is the power yeah. of God. Yeah. It is the incredible power of yeah. transformation. Yeah. Yeah. Can you share some stories of how you're seeing the power of the gospel transform lives yeah. in Nepal and the work it's doing? Yes. Yeah, there are several uh, experiences we have. Like even myself also, when I hear the gospel, that really gives me the inspirations to go the uh, you know house to house, door to door to share the gospel. And when I preach, and people got the peace, joy, and they gave their life to Jesus Christ, and even they felt like a different uh, kind of a you know power that was into their hearts. So yeah, and there are many people have a, a got freedom from uh, their sins, and that they got a deliver from their, uh, you know, all the evil spirit. They've been uh, possessed by the evil spirit. They got freedom. Yeah, yeah. There are many, and people have given their life, and really, and people have a, a really, uh, you know, they have followed Jesus. And we know, so the many people have given their life. You know, that's a, a kind of things we we see. You're seeing people set free. Yeah, set free. Set free, <laughs> and they come to the kingdom of God. Samuel, how has the COVID pandemic impacted the people of Nepal and what has it done in furthering the work of the pastors' council? Yeah, it has been uh, quite. Uh, you know, it's uh, been uh, very much uh, affected, and a lot of uh, we lost uh, many pastors, like uh, more than 140 pastors. They lost and they went to the Lord because of the pandemic, the COVID. They uh, died. And there are many more other, and we have a very affected, and because a lot of people are very poor, and we need to provide the, all the relief, uh, you know, work, and to give them food, relief food and all. And yeah, it's uh, we had a, a National Pastor Council did a lot of uh, relief uh, uh, food distributions to the people, like over uh, seven, eight thousand uh, family. We have a uh, really provided uh, relief uh, food for them, and still there are uh, more uh, people, more family have no food because it's still starvation is there. You know, it's still people have uh, no good job, and it's still the uh, pandemic is affecting Nepal as well. It's still right now also. According to the statistics unveiled by the Ministry of Agriculture and Livestock Department on yeah. this Sunday, this year's rice production went down by yeah. 8.74% compared to the production of the last is, fiscal yeah. year. Rice production in the current fiscal has significantly shrunk and has reached the lowest in the past five years. So the council is actually finding humanitarian relief projects yes. to address these issues. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing that, and how yeah. are you able to sustain that? Yeah, that's what we have been, uh, you know, the sharing. The, some uh, friends, you know, good wisher also, they just uh, uh, send the fund, you know, to just to uh, give the food for the people, and yeah. And also, we also have uh, some people, even from Nepal, that we are just requesting them, and they also provide the fund to just uh, give and to just, you know, distribute the things, yeah. So the decrease in the yeah. productivity yeah. in the rice production, mm-hmm. how are you able to get food? Yeah, food, we just, we get it from uh, even outside from the India. They are, um, uh, India is supplying food, you know, and we just buy from the India and we just provide them, yeah. How strong is the leadership among the church in your council, and how do you encourage biblical leadership and accountability? Yeah, we've been trying to be uh, be strong, and uh, as I told you earlier, like uh, the missions and purpose or the vision of the National Pastor Council is to unite it together and work uh, to extend the kingdom of God uh, in Nepal and build a leadership, you know, and spiritually. And, uh, you know, and they can really be strong. And so, and uh, we can be, 
uh, united together and working together. That is one of the, um, you know, and we call also teamwork. We want to be in a country in the teamwork and to build our teamwork strongly. Yeah. Does your organization have to be under the auspice of the government rule yes, or yes, anything like yeah, that? We so have, you, because it's a, it's, it's a register, only the uh, register under the government as a register, as a, as a Christian's uh, as a pastor's uh, council, and it's in the social action, it's a register in the, in the social, uh, social act under the law of Nepal. So we are given the freedom. We have, a, you know, uh, we can do the internationally, we can draw the funds and everything. It doesn't uh, have any problems. Samuel, are you also planting churches in other regions outside of Nepal? Yes, yes. Yeah, we do. Give me some examples. Yeah, like uh, we we do we, we have a planted so many churches like outside of Kathmandu, and uh, also like outside Nepal, like uh, Bhutan, and also like uh, in India, Siliguri, I uh, will Darjeeling, and there are uh, in Sikkim, and yeah, those uh, places also we do. We have a uh, churches there as well. Can you share something about what the Lord has been teaching you through serving Him, and as you draw closer to Him in your worship? Yeah, God has really given me a lot of uh, insight and, uh, you know, the vision for the next uh, decade for the our country. God has brought me and, uh, you know, so many challenges as well. So I got uh, very challenges uh, in front of me, and but I, I have been praying. God uh, gave me uh, the vision to face and to go and to extend the, His kingdom, you know. So, yeah, there are so many challenges, but still I take as opportunity to challenge and to just, you know, to carry out. What are some portions of Scripture that you've been meditating on lately where God's been teaching you? Yeah, there are several uh, Bible, uh, like uh, Isaiah chapter uh, 41, verse 10, it says, Do not uh, dismay or do not afraid. I'm with you and I'm, uh, I'm going to help you. And though you smash, but I'm going to just uh, hold you, you know. Yeah, the such as and even like uh, you know even like First um, Peter chapter five verse seven it also says to cast out all you enjoy to him and he cares you and you know and you just you know and uh, even a seek your first kingdom of God and Matthew six thirty three it's yeah there are several Bible verses like I you know and and also like uh, for missions I have uh, taken literally like uh, to just to you know multiply and uh, you know fulfill the great commissions like uh, Matthew twenty eight and verse nineteen and twenty yes yeah there are yeah. oh I love that yeah. Samuel what about your family you have a wife yes uh, I have children? a wife two or three kids uh, two daughter one son yeah. Now, did your wife come from a Hindu background yeah, also? Yeah, she also came from Hindu background. Were you converted to Christ close to the same time? Yeah, we are almost uh, after me conversion, and she converted, and uh, we, we had a Christian marriage in the church. Tell us about your kids. Yeah, my kids, uh, my daughter, she's uh, 26 years old, the uh, eldest daughter, and uh, my boy, he's uh, 18 years old, and another daughter, she's a uh, uh, nine years old. And what have been some of their hopes and dreams? Yeah, their hopes and dreams to serve the God and, you know, and to help my ministry. Yes, yes. Right now, what's the biggest need you have? Yeah, biggest need and a great challenge, and that's my prayer. And I am here in the U.S. And, uh, like, we have a land we are going to build our mission center. And uh, where we can accommodate, like, a pastor's training center. We have an orphanage. We have a, 
65 kids, and we have widow about uh, 15 widow. Also, we have uh, all age, all people, and uh, we want to accommodate them, and we want to put them as a campus, you know. And that's uh, my great challenge. So because we are renting uh, all the houses, we are renting. That's uh, our renting house. So that is a big challenge, and it it cost me like seven hundred thousand dollar. You know, that's um, estimated uh, budget we have. So just pray for that. So that is the now the priority. You know, right now the priority. So you have sixty five orphans right now that you yes, minister yes, to. Yes, yes. And you provide housing for them. Yeah, we we have a house. We just put them into the house. And uh, you know, and we put them in school, and we have a school also, and uh, so um, then we are renting, but we need our own building, you know, very soon to build our own building. Now, wasn't there some uh, natural disaster that impacted Nepal recently? Yeah, it's it's uh, uh yeah, the, like a few months before, yeah, it's and, a very and, heavy rain, mudslides, yeah, landslide, and all that, yeah. How did you survive that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have uh, swept away by the um, uh, landslide and the flood, and uh, you know, so many, uh, so many lives has uh, gone, and so many people have lost their houses and all, and people are in the, and they are like in a refugee, like they are living like in a, in a sad, uh, you know, in a sad house. So, are there many refugee camps in Nepal? Yeah, we have we have one, uh, two, three refugee camps still. Do you do ministry there? Yes, we have a lot of ministry. We go there and share the gospel. And a lot of people that came in the U.S. and like now, right now, also I'm uh, going around them, like even Cincinnati and uh, the pastors. He's my uh, follower and he's my disciple, and now he's a pastoring. He got about a hundred people there, refugee, and he's uh, running the churches like that. Yeah, I'm coming here in the U.S. and also mentoring them, also encouraging them, and you know, even in the Nepali community as well. Samuel, how can the church that's listening to us today pray for you and your ministry in Nepal? Yeah, the church can pray for me and my ministry. As I told you, pray for the, for building a project, you know, and that to be completed, and pray for our orphanage. There are good health and the good educations, and pray for the pastors training. We are training a pastors, just planters. So these are the prayer requests. Very uh, urgent prayer requests right now. Yeah. What message do you have for the church in America and for Christians listening to this radio show? Yeah, the, I want to give the message for the, all the church of America and uh, those who are listener. Please pray for Nepal and uh, really, and you are welcome to Nepal. As a mission trip, or you want to come to partners, the children of uh, God are waiting you, and they're praying for you, and you also pray for them because Nepal needs to come to the Lord. You know, Nepal needs to come to the Lord because Nepal is a Hindu predominated country. There are many hundreds and hundreds of souls are they are going to go to hell. So we need to save them. We need to bring them into the kingdom of God. That's a message. That's what I want to tell you guys. And God has blessed you here. A lot of things. You be a seer and you just be concerned for your brother, sister, those who are already suffering. Pray for that. The 200 churches that you oversee through the pastor yes. council, how often do you get together in a group yeah, session? We, we, we have, we have, a, like a, uh, we have a different places we meet, not uh, together, but one time a national uh, call conference, national general conference we do. But every, uh, like uh, twice in a year, we meet like uh, uh, in a province wise, we have area. So... But the pastors, we come together. Like uh, we come like one time in you know, all the pastor general conference we call. 
so yearly and uh, other time we have a leadership program in their own places we just go there these pastors aren't on staff of a full-time church position they have to have a job yes. too so they work outside yeah, yeah. they of- have a, they have some of them have job some of them are like vocational pastors and some are the full-time pastors like a church uh, provides and uh, even like we also share the people uh, the pastor support and also we say and we just hear them and if somebody wants to help then we say here's the opportunity just support and yeah we have a few pastors also we are supporting that way Samuel when you come to the US what are some things that stand out to you about America yeah, America, it's uh, God. It's good. God has blessed you guys, and I really thank God. And uh, you know, and you have a great heart for the missions, heart for God. That's a good word. Yeah. Well, again, if somebody wanted to find out more information about yes. that, I know there's uh, reasons why you don't have a, a website, but is there a way through email that yes. people could contact you? Yeah, yeah, we have a contacts, and yeah. I have a contact, pastorsjvktm at the red yahoo.com. What is it again? Pastors. Pastors. JV. JB. KTM. KTM. Yeah. At yahoo.com. Yahoo.com. Yes. Okay, so that's pastors. KTM. At yahoo.com. Yeah. So friends would like to know more, have questions. Also, might have a number, like country court number is a. Uh, nine seven seven nine eight five one zero five one zero nine seven seven nine eight five one zero yeah zero and uh five six five six eight three five eight three five three five We'll get that number nine seven seven nine eight five one zero five six eight three five and yes. that gives you the country code yes. also. Yeah. And you can also yeah. email pastors yeah. JBKTM at Yahoo.com. Yeah. This has been great, Samuel. Thank you so much for being our yes. guest today on the show. Yes. We pray the Lord's blessing upon you. Could you quote a Bible verse in your language? Yeah, I can do it. And uh, Yahuna Tin Kosora, John three sixteen says, "Parmishale sansala esto prem gano bhayo, wahale akno putra dino bajo koyle wahamati viswas garsa na sunese na tarah ananta jiun paunesa." God bless you, my friend. Amen. Thank you so much for you. what you're allowing Christ to do through you in the ministry yes. of the Nepal Pastors Council yes. and for the glory of Christ and yes. His kingdom. Yeah, thank you so much for allowing me to be in this. Uh, I read your soul, and really I appreciate and all entire team, and Burn and even uh, David, and uh, really appreciate. And uh, really, guys, you just uh, keep on praying for Nepal. And when you listen to this, uh, my voice, and just uh, you can reach out, and we have given all the address and everything. Thank you so much. God bless you. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. <music> 